Hello, everyone. It's Kennedy with the Keeping Up With Kennedy podcast, the show where I live my life at warp speed and see if you have what it takes to follow along. Throughout our journey together, we'll learn what it really means to dream without fear and live without limits. So sit down, buckle up, and enjoy the ride. Hello, everyone. I am coming to you live poolside from Shreveport, Louisiana with Gunner by my feet, a glass of sparkling wine in my hand, ready for another wild episode. You are going to need a drink for this episode, so please pause the episode here, grab the nearest can or glass of your choosing, crack it, and enjoy. Up first, we have a longer quotation from one of the great philosophers of our time and my now good friend, Coolio. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left because I've been blasting and laughing so long, even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. Me be treated like a punk? You know that's unheard of. You better watch how you talkin' and where you walkin'. Look at the situation they got me facing. Too much television watching got me chasing my dreams. I'm an educated fool with money on my mind. Got a 10 in my hand? and a gleam in my eye. Fool, death ain't nothing but a heartbeat away. I'm living life do or die. What can I say? They say I gotta learn, but nobody's here to teach me. If they can't understand it, how can they reach me? I guess they can't. I guess they won't. That's why I know my life is out of luck, fool. Been spending most their lives living in a gangsta's paradise. Keep on spending most our lives living in a gangsta's paradise. So tell me, why are we so blind to see that the ones we hurt are you and me? I repeat, tell me, why are we so blind to see that the ones we hurt are you and me? All right, thank you for that, Coolio. Let's give him a round of applause for his contributions to our society. Up next, I'd like to read one more longer quotation from another great philosopher of our era, none other than Miss Hannah Montana. Ha! Whatever will be, will be. Delete me from your friends. I don't care what you think. Let's forget we ever met. Don't you worry about me. So I'm sick to my stomach when I think about the wasted time we spent together. Cheat me once? Shame on you. Cheat me twice? Shame on me. I'm an idiot that I couldn't see what's underneath that beautiful face or these warm or worse days. But surprise, surprise, I'm doing just fine. Ah, 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 ah. Que sera, sera. Ah, 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 ah. Que sera, sera. Whatever comes, I'll be okay. Whatever life throws my way. You wish I'd hurt, but I'm free as a bird. And I'm happier now. Ow, ow, ow. The way you played your cards should have told me who you are. (laughs) Always going all in, and then you hated when I win. This time, you went too far. I should have known from the start. And I did. 
that you'd gamble with my heart. Ooh, there's something better out there. Ooh, hello to the new me. Ooh, so goodbye, baby. Ah, 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 ah. Que sera, sera. Ah, 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 ah. Que sera, sera. Please, everyone, another round of applause for Miss Montana. Always remember, it is Hannah Montana forever. Okay, so I just spent the past few days in Shreveport, Louisiana, having the time of my life. I started rewatching Gossip Girl on the plane on the way there, and the energy of Serena Vanderwoodsen in the Gossip Girl pilot is exactly what I am aspiring to be, so tune into that if you need any inspiration. Blake Lively has also always been on my list of inspirational women, but was not mentioned in the previous episode. I related to Serena on a personal level throughout the entire episode of the pilot all the way up to the kiss on the lips party. The way she maintains her composure, has good intentions, and is a genuinely nice person looking out for everyone's best interest despite the situation and circumstances in which she is placed, being wildly one-sided, unfair, and unjust. She perseveres with kindness and a smile on her face. Now that is something to look up to. The way she stands up to Chuck when he is attacking Jenny and tells him never to touch her again is similar to the way I have felt in the past. If someone unfairly attacks me for no reason, when all I have done is be kind and learned from my mistakes, I will stand my ground. I am not going down without a fight when I see injustice firsthand, especially when that injustice is against me for seemingly no reason like it has been for the past 15 years, as I have already discussed with you guys on this podcast. I have sat down and bit my tongue for 24 years while I have been treated like dirt at times. I'm done being silent, and it's time to stand up for ourselves, everyone. Now is a good time to share the wise words that Jennifer read to me from her phone on our first night in Shreveport in a magical hot tub that was lit up in pink night lighting next to the bar golf cart as it made its way around the adjacent pool. Let go the people who are not prepared to love you. This is the hardest thing you will have to do in your life, and it will also be the most important thing. Stop having hard conversations with people who don't want to change. Stop showing up for people who have no interest in your presence. I know your instinct is to do everything to earn the appreciation of those around you, but it's a boost that steals your time, energy, mental, and physical health. When you begin to fight for a life with joy, interest, and commitment, not everyone will be ready to follow you in this place. That doesn't mean you need to change what you are. It means that you should let go of the people who aren't ready to accompany you. If you are excluded, insulted, forgotten, or ignored by the people you give your time to, you don't do yourself a favor by continuing to offer your energy energy and your life. 
The truth is that you are not for everyone and not everyone is for you. That's what makes it so special. When you meet people who reciprocate love, you will know how precious you are. The more time you spend trying to make yourself loved by someone who is unable to, the more time you waste depriving yourself of the possibility of this connection to someone else. There are billions of people on this planet, and many of them will meet you at your level of interest and commitment. The more you stay involved with people who use you as a pillow, a background option, or a therapist for emotional healing, the longer you stay away from the community that you want. Maybe if you stop showing up, you won't be wanted. Maybe if you stop trying, the relationship will end. Maybe if you stop texting, your phone will stay dark for weeks. That doesn't mean that you ruined the relationship. It means that the only thing holding it back was the energy that only you gave to keep it. This is not love. It's attachment. It's wanting to give a chance to those who don't deserve it. You deserve so much. And there are people who should not be in your life. The most valuable thing you have in your life is your time and energy, and both are limited. When you give your time and energy, it will define your existence. When you realize this, you begin to understand why you are so anxious. When you spend time with people in activities, places, or situations that don't suit you and shouldn't be around you, and your energy is stolen. You begin to realize that the most important thing you can do for yourself and for everyone around you is to protect your energy more fiercely than anything else. Make your life a safe haven in which only compatible people are allowed. You are not responsible for saving anyone. You are not responsible for convincing them to improve. It's not your work to exist for people and give your life to them. If you feel bad, if you feel compelled, you will be the root of all your problems, fearing that they will not return the favors that you have granted. It's your only obligation to realize that you are the love of your destiny and accept the love that you deserve. Decide that you want true friendship, commitment, true and complete love with healthy and prosperous people. Then wait and see how much everything begins to change. Don't waste time with people who are not worth it. Change will give you the love, the esteem, happiness, and the protection that you deserve. Now those were some wise words that she had saved from Anthony Hopkins. Knowing the way that Jennifer lives her life and the kind-hearted, generous person that she is, despite a lifetime of negativity, mean girls, and jealousy from others, she's right up there with Reese Witherspoon in my book. I'd like to insert a shout out to Mary, Jennifer's house manager at this time. Mary is so nice and kind 
And on Friday morning, bright and early, after I made Jennifer's son some pancakes before school, Mary and I got to chatting. She got all excited and downloaded Spotify so she could listen to my podcast. She left around 7.30 in the morning, and then when she came back that afternoon around 2.30, she told me she had already listened to every episode and put it in her calendar to check back every Monday. So thank you for the support. I love you, Mary. Let's give her a round of applause for all that she does. Next up, we have a shout out to Clay and Isabella. Clay is Jennifer's good friend and Isabella Fowler's father. Isabella is 14 years old and a rising actress who I believe is destined for massive greatness and success. She has been in the Disney Channel show Just Roll With It as Emily and in the Amazon Prime show Famous Little Girls playing the role of Coco Chanel. Big, big plug for her here at isabellafowler.com. I wish you nothing but the best girl if you are listening to this. It is very refreshing to see good people succeed because there is so much negativity in this industry. Camus Vineyards. If you're out there in cyberspace, here is a shout out to the Camus clan. It's so funny because I was talking to Clay as we were grilling up chicken teriyaki skewers on the Evo and he was telling me about this wine he likes. When he told me about it, my ears heard Canlis, which is the name of a family that my friend Crystal actually nannied for who own a very nice restaurant in Seattle up on Queen Anne Hill. Now Clay corrected me that it was not Canlis, but it's Camus, and he spelled it out C-A-Y-M-U-S for me. Not 12 hours later, I saw none other than Alex Cooper post a bottle of wine on her Instagram story from none other than Camus Vineyards, everyone. C-A-Y-M-U-S. So Alex... If you enjoyed that wine, I've got the hookups through a friend of a friend, and I can get us a sick vineyard tour in Napa if you're down. Podcast from within the vines, maybe? Let me know. Okay, so I also went front row and center stage to the Coolio concert in Louisiana on Friday night at the Revel. I got to shake Coolio's hand while he spit fire lines at me. It was like a dream. But that's not even the craziest part, guys. My mom and I sit down on the plane Saturday morning to go back to California. And who is seated, coach, in the aisle across from us? None other than Coolio. I can't even make this up. We saw him walk on and sit down next to us. My heart immediately started racing out of my chest and my mom and I just look at each other as our jaws drop simultaneously. For a brief moment, I thought he might have recognized me because I was making a fool of myself in that front row alongside Jennifer who got pulled up on stage with the saxophone player. Okay, so I had a plan A, B, and C of potential options to introduce myself to Coolio on the plane. I then, in the moment, ended up having to go with plan D because there was some mishap with our luggage getting off the plane. Plan D was executed to perfection, but you know, I think I'm gonna keep it Coolio and 
keep the interaction just between me and Coolio. Stars are just like us, everyone. Don't forget that. Now, I went to bed right after the Coolio concert because I was absolutely exhausted from jumping and wobbling and everything else before he came on. I mean, I was out there for a few hours and my body is still sore. My mom told me that later, after I went to bed, her, Jennifer, and Clay were all talking about Addison Ray because she grew up in small town Louisiana. And Clay is friends with Addison Ray's dad. So Clay and Jennifer were catching my mom up to speed on Addison while I was fast asleep. Apparently, Jennifer's good friend, who owns this modeling agency that she worked for, was approached by Addison Ray and her mom several years back. Addison Ray's mom was really pushing her to be a model. However, Jennifer's friend said that Addison would never be a model and anyone who tells her she will be is lying. She's 5'2 and has too big of a butt for the industry. Now that really just goes to show you that no one, absolutely no one, gets to the top without getting dozens of no's slapped at you right in the face. But all you need is that one yes. That one person to discover you, believe in you, and say that woman has potential. I can see her vision and I want to believe in her too. I'd like to be her friend more than anything. And that, my friends, is how you make it to the top. If anyone would like to say yes and offer me some money for this podcast, my DMs are open and I am up for negotiations. But don't think I'm taking your first offer though. I know what I'm worth. This isn't my first rodeo. It is now coming up to that time to learn our lesson for the week and the moral of the story. So aside from reading the tale of Rumpelstiltskin by the Grimm brothers aloud to you right now, and then giving you the moral of their story and mine combined with a comparison between the two, I'm just gonna keep it short and sweet. The lesson we learned this week is that what goes around comes around, and karma works both ways. And with that, we'll see you next Monday, everyone.